Um, hi everyone, Messiah here, and um, this is my first live stream. Um, the Rizzler kind of inspired me to do this. I am totes glowing up RN, and I want to put y'all on my glow up. I just became part of a superhero team, like no cap dead ass. I just can't believe it. I'm here with the Rizzler and this old boomer guy who's really handy. Get it? Handy? Because <laughs> it's a helping hand. Um, so we're about to slay this Sus Funhouse and put whoever's behind the arena sitch on blast. But I want to take a moment to explain my hero name. Don't want to be rashing on religious peeps. See, it's Messiah. I can manipulate mass and density. It's scientific play on words. And it rhymes with Zaya. See, Messiah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of feeling for some inspiration. And uh, you heard... There was jams before there were bops. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Do 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 do. Believe it or not. I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody, to Goonies World. I am Meany, also known as Ryan, and joining me, as always, Johnny Ferro, also known as Sean. Hey, 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 everybody. As well as Goonie, also known as Colin. Hey, what's going on? And Lunicorn, also known as Lynn. Hello, good evening, how are you? And we are jumping right back into some Cape City uh, shenanigans in uh, Tri-Cube Tales, I believe. That's right. We've been playing Tri-Cube Tales by Richard Wilcox, specifically the Metahuman Uprising uh, set. And we've been in our own homebrew world of Cape City where we've been playing for 20 years, so it's nice to do it here on the podcast for you. But in the last two games, our young Cape City heroes, the Rizzler and Messiah, met at a hockey game where Helping Hand, the Silver Age hero, is going to be honored during intermission for all his many, many years of service. And he was interviewed on TV with some of his old enemies like the Red Hammer. I mean, he's been around since the Eisenhower era. But he still got it, as we saw, because uh, together the heroes, young and old, drove off an attack on the hockey game by the escaped criminal, Coop de Gracie, and her amped-up boyfriend, Hyperbully. 
and interviewing her in jail, you guys learned that Coop DeGracie's doctor actually gave her a pass and let her out. She escaped in plain sight. He says he was threatened by a mysterious fellow with a Russian accent and a long coat and a deep hood. He couldn't see his face. He just knew he chain-smoked. So you went to the alley where that happened, and you found the cigarettes, and you tracked the Russian cigarettes to an import-export warehouse where you found out someone bought them all. All those Russian cigarettes loaded them into a cinnamon swirl van. And you tracked that thanks to uh, all the streaming viewers that the Rizzler has uh, to the abandoned amusement park of Galaxyland where you found that van parked outside a a suspicious-looking funhouse, a sus funhouse. Now, Galaxyland hasn't been open and operating since the 80s, but there was a little bit of light coming from under the crack of the door to the funhouse. Otherwise, it's windowless, and you were approaching that in the darkness. But, of course, at least uh, more than a 1,000 people are watching live, you know, on uh, the phone, on the little gimbal swinging around the Rizzler's neck. Uh, so... You're not alone in that sense, but you are. It's dark and it's late at night at the old abandoned Galaxy Land amusement park. And the Sus Fun House lies before you there, but even though there's a light coming under the door, it looks like the door is pretty heavily boarded up. What do you guys want to do? Well, we ought to get a little closer, I think. Take a peek. You, know, you you creep up to the door and what you peek through the slats or yeah if there's any way to see in to where that light's coming from yeah you, you, the, you the, the light's really just coming in at the bottom and you can see there was a big there's like a heavy door there but somebody has nailed boards up outside of it uh, so nobody's getting in and out real easily this way at least in terms of regularly but uh you can peek down under it. Now, you're getting up there in age, though. I know you do aerobics and all that to keep fit, but you got to squat, you know, all the way down uh, on the yeah. ground and, and, and look under there. So it's uh, it's not easy. Your bones pop a little bit. And, uh, no, it's hard, to, it's hard to see anything other than the light itself. You can see a mildewy, nasty uh, floor, and there's some strange colored lights in there. It's almost like theater lighting or uh, display lighting of some kind. But you can't, like, get a good angle and look up and see everything. But it does look like there's a shadow of movement every now and then that moves across the floor. Uh, as if something that you can't see is casting a shadow, but it might be moving. It, so is there any sound at all? No sound at all. Very quiet. Okay. And uh, so the Rizzler is kind of a couple feet back, and um, he begins sort of whispering into his camera or his phone. Um, <clears throat> right, so if you're just joining us, I'm here with my new besties, uh, Helping Hand and Messiah, and we're at Galaxy Land. Um, it's really creepy, but like it's like all abandoned and stuff, and we're just like at this sus as. Sauce AF Funhouse, man. And I don't know how we're going to get in, but, like, the old man, like, got down. He's, like, looking under the door. And, oh, hey, hey, hey Crap Trap 294, thanks for the thanks for the donation, man. Uh, I'm not trying to donate while you, bro. I'm just trying to be really quiet because, like, um, you know, we could be in some danger here. And I don't, I'm not really sure. So, um, hey, did you see anything? Anything? You see anything down there, old man? Just keep it down. 
<laughs> We're trying to sneak around. I don't see anything. There's some, some movement, some, some shadows. I think. All right, man. Uh, there's got to be another way in. Do you, do you think I should sneak around the back and take a look? I think, I think we all ought to take a look around. See if there's a, all right, so, another entrance. Okay. All right, guys. So oh, we're gonna head around to the back here, and <laughs> he just keeps going. Yeah. It's like a constant, right. mo- you know, monologue. Oh yeah. With <laughs> yeah. Well, if you guys want to go around the building and just you know take a look, see if there's any obvious other entrance, you might just smash through the boards. You know, which shouldn't be that hard. You're superheroes, but always, always good to check for another entrance. But uh, you know, if there is one, it's probably pretty well hidden because your first initial walk around doesn't doesn't uh, reveal anything, but. You know, just in case there's a hidden one there, you might as well go ahead and roll some dice. It'd be hard to spot if it was there, so you'd need a six. If you're crafty, then you could roll three dice. If you're not crafty, then you could roll two. I'm crafty. I believe Messiah is crafty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we're looking for a six. Oh. Only got, I got two fives, but no. Oh. I got a four and a three. I got a six. I got two fours and a six. Well, that's nice. Well, you realize that, uh, you know, if there's a way in, it's got to be subterranean somehow because there's no other obvious, you know, there's no telltale signs of any kind of secret door around the house, uh, around the, the fun house. Uh, it's got a flat ceiling. You can shimmy up a drain pipe and see there's a vent up there, but there's not like any, you know, access to the roof or anything like that. So there could be some subterranean entrance that you're you know but it'd be pretty hard to find that you know sort of smashing holes in the holes in the ground and looking for it uh so that's what you see you see, feel pretty pretty uh certain the most obvious way in is obviously that board of door but if anyone was waiting help us but if anyone was waiting for you that's probably where they'd be at the door well Maybe I can uh, send one of my hands underneath the crack in the door and uh, feel around. Maybe I could at least... Well, it's boarded up, so I don't know if I can find any kind of latches to open it up from the inside, but, you know, I could just put my hand through there and um, and just feel around on the outside of the door. Well, sure. I should be able to make pretty short work of those boards. Well, that's true too. Let's make them a little lighter and oh yeah, pull them right off. Yo, chat! If, if there's anybody who's like an expert in like um, the Galaxy Land's history and knows if there's like any kind of underground stuff, like attractions or whatever that might have like tunnels or maintenance stuff that we could like, you know, uh, possibly use to get in here, could you could you let me know, please? Oh, there was uh, several people know that uh, there was uh, some, in the Cold War, you know, they had nuclear fallout tunnels underneath here, and there are supposed to be some maintenance tunnels, and, you know, uh, you can probably find an entrance to one somewhere, you kind of risk getting lost. In the interest of time, it might be better to just freaking smash through the door since you can, you know, although, yeah. Well, yeah, um the lady had a good idea, you know, make it make the mass lighter, so it's easier to just 
rip these rip this door right off. It'll be like tin foil. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's that should be a pretty normal challenge for you. So let's, uh, Messiah, why don't you harness that power over mass and see what you can do. But while she's rolling those mm-hmm. dice, yeah, there there should be extensive. Uh, Cold War era nuclear fallout tunnels underneath this park because you know in the nuclear exchange it was bound to happen. Galaxy Land would have been one of the first targets. I am going to use karma and change one of my fours into a five. Oh. Well, in that case, please describe how you manipulate the wood on the door to get it off. So I basically just reach out and touch it and make the molecules further and further and further and further apart so that they're nice and light. Steam Um, off the door. (laughs) (laughs) And then just rip it basically like like it is tinfoil. It is kind of like tinfoil now. Well, you're able to pull all that just right off and then, then of course the door behind it is locked but now it's where your little hand could probably squeeze under their helping hand. But it's a tight squeeze, though. Why don't you go ahead and roll for that? Okay. You know, five or six. You should be able to unlatch if you can get your hand in there. Uh, yeah, I should be able to squeeze it under here. Um, I got a five. Oh, nice. You, Yeah, your hand squeezes right under. It's a good thing you're a bachelor and you don't have a ring on under those gloves. At least I assume he's a bachelor. But uh, Yeah, he never married. Never married. He was married to the job. Married to being a superhero. Married to justice. But, uh, yeah, he was never in any of those scandals back in the day. Never in the tabloids. Always on the straight and narrow. But his hand goes straight and narrow under that doorway, and you crawl up and open the latch. And uh, when you guys open the door and set foot in, uh, then music does begin to play, and you do hear something. It kind of winds up, just like old warped funhouse music, and a few of the lights click on. And it goes, Welcome to the Wild West, the first of many wonders here at the funhouse of Galaxy Land, 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 land. And there's this uh, pretty pathetic, in terms of stagecraft, display of the quote-unquote Old West, with some mountains in the background, and buttes, and cactuses, and whatnot. And then there's an old saloon set that's in one corner and there's a bunch of cowboys in there old animatronic cowboys they've all come to life and some of them are like drinking their whiskey uh, animatronic bartenders wiping down the bar but then uh, one of the animatronic cowboys turns around and says well howdy there I'm Billy the Kid welcome to my fun house and he raises up his little toy guns and blam 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 begins shooting real bullets in your direction just spray on the whole area where you guys are please defend yourselves you can picture an incoming spray of bullets from animatronic Billy the Kid's wicked six guns spraying the room where all of you have just walked in Mm. Everybody yep. roll some dice and okay. narrate how you either do not succeed and lose some resolve somehow, or how you succeed. Um. Well, I failed. 
Oh, well, you're going to have to think about that for a minute. How about the rest of you guys? I think I would like to brawnily uh, leap out of the way. Yeah, I hope so. We'll go and roll your dice and we'll see. And I think we're probably best practice in this system is go ahead and roll the dice and then tell us what you do because we we've been saying what we're going to do and then rolling the dice and that may or may not even happen. Well, I mean, if it doesn't happen, it's because something interfered or yeah. interrupted, or I, you know, hit my head on the ceiling. But anyway, I rolled a six, so it doesn't matter. Okay, that's good. So you don't hit your head on the ceiling. It's funny though. Yeah. How about Lynn? How did Massa? Uh, I succeed. I succeeded. Okay. Okay. And uh, so what I did was I decreased my density to the point where the bullets pass right, right through me. Nice. Nice. I like it. How did? Uh, how did? How did? Uh, how did Mike, how did the Rizzler get around that one with your wild success of a six? He just he just leapt over all the bullets. Yeah. Uh, and if there's like a, you know, some kind of <clears throat> hanging, because uh, I'm, when I'm thinking of these Old West like bar fight scenes, there's always some sort of like hang, like balcony or something or a hanging light fixture or something that you could like grab onto. And oh, not only is there like a hanging chandelier probably as part of the set, there are also, it's kind of an open framework ceiling with like, open girders and lights affixed to them so plenty of stuff to leap up and grab onto although like how you say you jump over all the bullets on his picture you know he's jumping up in the air you know spread spread leg uh, bullets flying underneath you which is kind of funny but yeah what do you grab onto yeah that chandelier would be great especially right. it swings all right oh yeah yeah you grab onto it but now helping hand however he failed that role so what happened to you well, I'm assuming since they were shooting, um, he was a little too slow to get out of the way. Although, realistically, I don't know if he could take a full-on shot, you know. So Well, realistically, he probably wouldn't have hands that right. come off. And this is a superhero <laughs> world, after all. We assume his costume's probably got some light, you know, Kevlar weave or something, but... Also, you can narrate the failure however you want. Uh, yeah, what happens is you lose one resolve, whether you get shot or hit your I, head on the ceiling or whatever. I will just say he doesn't he doesn't actually get shot with a bullet, but it hits <clears throat> something nearby, causes some shrapnel and maybe some shattered glass or whatever to fly oh, yeah. out and, and cut him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, there's blood running down the... Side of your cheek now. Man, one of your hands is cut up. But old Billy the Kid there, he's uh, sp- he spins his pistols around. And uh, and then he says, uh, Now I'd like to introduce my friend Jesse James. And another one pops up wearing a little black string tie. Doesn't look anything like a Midwestern post-Civil War hero. He looks, you know. That, Looks like those, at least <laughs> those two wouldn't call Jesse James a hero, but a, well, yeah, I wouldn't either. God, anti-hero. And we're, yeah, and we're from in real life. We're right from you know his area, and yeah, definitely, probably not a guy to be venerated. No, but although I think you know he was back then to some extent by some people. Oh, he was. Yeah, I mean that's why they had trouble catching him. And one of these days, maybe we'll do a James Gang game, right? And. uh Get the youngers in there and everything, but for now, uh, animatronic Jesse James has popped up. But um, you have just grabbed onto the chandelier Rizzler, 
and uh, it's your guy's turn, really. So what do you do? You got the one. You're the one who has, has some momentum going. <clears throat> well, and I'm assuming this thing swings uh, a little bit, or even if it doesn't, I can, you know, swing on it. So and you can um, you can narrate how it swings. That's the beauty of it. Yes. Well, I can I can dictate the physics of this world um, to an extent. Um, okay. Yeah. So totally, it swings, and I, uh, you know. As though I were on a trapeze or something, you know, I swing my momentum backwards and then swing it towards, um, I, I'll go with Jesse James since he just popped up. He says, Tarnations. Um, and, uh, you know, when I, depending on, well, no, I, I can just decide that it gives me sufficient forward momentum that I feel like I can, that I'm just going to let go and just feet first um, directly at Mr. Uh, James animatronic. Okay, go for it, go for it. And you're brawny, so obviously this is a brawny thing. You should be rolling That's three dice. Good. And I need a five, is that right? Five and six. Five or six, yeah. Uh, I just got two, four, four, but I will use a karma. Karma, yeah. Karma. All right, don't forget if you want to, before you roll the dice, you can increase, to get some karma back, you can increase the difficulty. Uh, if you tell us how your how your uh, quirk hinders you, but we don't have to worry about that right now. So yeah, you succeed. Tell us what happens. Uh, well, he, I barrel feet first into the chest of this animatronic and knock it to the ground and end up basically standing on top of it. Although I quickly jump off, and uh, I assume it's not, or maybe it is knocked out. I'm not sure, but. Uh, because I'm not sure if these are just you know one hit Mookie type guys or what. Well, yeah, you you kick it and yeah, it it smashes. It. Well, what what did you say happened to it? Well, I I, I I launch off of this chandelier into his chest, feet first, knocking it to the ground, and I I was wasn't sure. Oh if, yeah, yeah. That was it's enough to kill it because I didn't know if these were no, it, more substantial right. than that. Well, it snaps off. You find out real quick. It snaps off this little post and uh, lays there and uh, twitches on the ground. There's some like electrical sparks and uh oh no boys this Billy the Kid we're gonna have to call in the cavalry and coming out like from where the scenery was or the cactuses in the mountains just like they're like they're not even three dimensional horses with uh you know the, the silhouettes of figures on them and uh they're they're all have guns mounted on them like real guns mounted on them pointed outward at you guys and uh, there's like a cavalry trumpet sound, and they begin blam, 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 blasting all over the room at you guys again. Please defend yourselves from incoming real bullets from the animatronic display. The silhouettes of the cavalry. All right, I, this time I got a six. Okay, well, how did you succeed? What did you do? Um. Well, this time, I'm going to, like, rush behind something. Maybe um, maybe there's another... Uh, well, I'm going to just say that I yeah. I rushed behind um, a Billy the Kid. So, okay. if he gets shot, then, you know, yeah. I'll let you decide that. But I'm, hi- I'm hiding there's, behind him. Uh, yeah, you could, uh, you, you, and you, you have the freedom to go ahead and narrate, you know, you run behind him and they shoot him instead. Just so you know, future reference, you know. Yeah, I gotta take it further than what I normally would do. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just the thing about this out. system. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing about this system. It really encourages. It takes a while to kind of get into it and flex your muscles with it. You know, you're always afraid you're going to go too far. You know, you're asking a question about something, and then from the GM's perspective, I always just start narrating what happens when it's really not my my job at all. You know, this is supposed to be player driven story, but uh, if you want to go ahead and say that that happens, yeah, then that's what yeah, happens. They- and, they Calvary lights up Billy the Kid. Yeah, they light up Billy the Kid instead, and uh, he doesn't fall off completely. Fall down completely, but his uh, he, like sticks over on a one side like a broken scarecrow, and twitches and stops moving. And uh, how about the rest of you guys? Did you did anyone get hit? Anyone fail? Well, uh, the Rizzler did indeed fail. Um, now, no, no, was 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 Jesse James like behind the bar or? Uh, no, he was just out in the middle of the room somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, I think the Rizzler, um, yeah, he lost a resolve, and I think his uh, phone got oh, no. <laughs> shot, and his stream abruptly ends. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's terrible. Okay. Well, panic alert on the... You know. yeah, F's in the chat. I know. I know. Okay, yeah, that's that's a bad thing to happen to him. And how about how about Messiah? Uh, Messiah also failed. Oh no. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna say uh, she basically screwed up her calculations, and instead of making herself less dense so they'd go through, she made herself more dense. <laughs> And fell on her face. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's just like, we go through the first sub-level of floor down onto the concrete below. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it's your turn now. Who's, which one of you guys is the most mobile, the closest over there? Probably a helping hand. Uh, you're like, uh, well, both, both of you gentlemen are in there. But helping hand, what do you do? Well, I'm going to do something very, well... I'm going to roll first. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, oh, two sixes that time. No, oh, nice. Uh, so, so and, and remember, if you get more than the required one that you need, the extras, you know, you're meant, you can narrate something even extra better than what you were, you know, thinking of. Okay. Um, so he is going to grab Billy the Kid's gun since he's right there. And he's going to... Sh- now, well, let me ask. Um, the Rizzler, you weren't still hanging from the chandelier, were you? No, no, no. Okay. He, uh, he oh, he, yeah, that's right. Jesse James, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so he's going to take uh, Billy Kid's gun and shoot the chandelier down, just like, you know, you would see that in a Western. Oh, yeah, totally. It comes down on the Calvary. All right, yeah, and perfect. Since I got that extra little uh, success, uh, maybe there's a fire starts <laughs> just okay. on the uh, on the Calvary people. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. How about uh, what, what? What are the rest of you guys doing? I mean, I don't know. If Masai, you need- would you like to go? Yeah. So I fell through the floor. Well, not all the way. I understand. It's like a little bit of 
you know, okay. like a foot down where they've got wires and stuff and cables running underneath there, underneath the false floor. So you like just went down just you know eight inches or so. Okay. Okay. Um. Mm, we've got the how much the cavalry got? Well, the, most of us screwed up. In fact, I mean, I don't know. There's not necessarily anything you have to do. Everything seemed pretty settled here. The more I think about it, and, you know, for now, yeah, 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 until the next. I mean, there, there's nothing else popping up. Let me put it that way. Okay. And, and even though we do go back and forth in turns in the Tricube Tales main book, they talk about. Uh, letting the turn order follow the narrative. So, I don't know, you know, exactly what that means, but I think it's follow things, make things happen when it seems like they should. But, um, for now, the narrative seems to slow down because there's no more animatronic quote-unquote heroes of the quote-unquote Old West popping up. But, there's another door, of course. And, you know, back when this was an operating fun house, people would, you know, just be herded through here, railroaded, if you will, from one room to another. As you, But clearly, clearly this has been designed for your benefit. Clearly, no one just, has, you know, set up this fun house to just randomly shoot at people who come in. Uh, so I'm sure you'll be well on your guard as you uh, continue to explore this sus fun house. Yeah, and of course the Rizzler is is taking apart his gimbal and 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 like trying to see if there's anything he can do to save his phone. But of course there's not. Put it in a put it in a put some rice. <laughs> Sit in some <laughs> yeah, rice. <that's, laughs> I'm afraid it's it's not water that got in. It was some lead. Oh. Well, yeah. This is uh this is too bad. This is a major blow. And, well, uh, 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 Messiah. Uh, or is it Mariah? No, it's Messiah. Uh, oh, um, you, you, you got a phone on you, and now's yes, your was... now's your chance to start. You know, maybe uh, streaming something, or uh, you know, get your foot in the door and and take off, take up where uh, uh, where the Twizzler left off, and yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I don't want to step on the wrestler's toes or anything, though. Um, oh. I did a little short intro, you know, um, as we were getting ready to explore. Maybe, maybe the wrestler can just use my phone and and take over. I mean, yeah, I can, I, I can live stream, but. I, I don't know. I, I'm not very good at it yet. I mean, I just did, like, just a little short one. Only the one time, and I I just, I don't, I don't know. Oh, my God, you're so like, awkward. Do you want to <laughs> just, just use my phone? Would that be okay? Bro, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, get, get, give it to me, and I'll start it up on my channel, and then I'll raid your channel. Oh, and that's a good that. thing. The raid yeah. raiding. Yeah, well, it'll, like send the, all all my viewers. Like I'll explain to them what happened, and then send them to over to Messiah's channel, and she can like take over. Right. And I can start building my own following. Yeah, dude, we'll have like so many moods. It'll be fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, and um, don't forget to mention helping hand. That's me. 
Right. All right. So, all right. All right. So he like he'll like take your phone and like start messing around with that. And he's like, "All right, fam, I'm back. Um, yo, check it out. So, um, my phone actually got shot. Um, so I had to I had to borrow um a Messiah's phone. Um, and so we're like in this fun house and we just totally look. He like pans around to like you know all the busted animatronics like we just took all these dudes out they were shooting at us with like real guns and stuff i don't know what's going on exactly but um my phone is 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 shot so i'm gonna have to go make a new one but um i'm gonna go ahead and and throw the raid down to messiah and um she's gonna be like totally rad streamer too so i totally didn't say rad um i said something else like totally lit or something but regardless i'm I'm gonna throw lit af yeah, lit AF. That's you got yeah, it, bro. You're getting it. You're getting it, old man. Right on. I don't know what any That's, of that means, but pretty I said it right. I know that. Helping <laughs> so, is lit AF. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to throw Messiah, you know, some uh, likes and subs and donos. All right. So here, here comes the red. All right. So we're going to continue in this one house. It's totally creepy in here, y'all. <laughs> totally creepy. Okay. Now assume you're saying this. Hi guys, it's me again. <laughs> here she is. <laughs> well, you can narrow your way right up to uh, the door to the next room. Yeah, is uh, it is this open door or closed no, door? No, but it's like the kind of thing where as you approach, it's like a shh opens up, you know. Okay. And you start to get the feeling now, you know, you're you're uh, probably being watched and expected. And uh, in, fact, in fact, when you look around, you look up in some corners, there are some... Not old, but new, newer, small surveillance cameras up in the corners of the room. Oh. Yeah, in here. And uh, there were in the last room, too, but I didn't think to mention it. Well, they were hidden behind the lights. But uh, suddenly the lights come on in here, too. And you look in, and it's not as big as a real big top, but it's like a circus big top. Welcome to all the fun of the big top. <laughs> and we'll, let's start off with some clowns, because everybody loves a clown. And popping up out of the floor in the middle of the big top. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Our about six animatronic clowns, but each one of them is holding some pies. And they throw the pies at you guys. And uh, they're all throwing, and one of them misses, though, and it hits the wall and explodes. Boom! Exploding pies. Not only is, like, shrapnel and a grenade, but also whipped cream, you know, goes everywhere. And so there's, like, small-scale pie explosions all around you guys. You're going to have to get out of this somehow. Please defend yourselves the way you see best. So you don't get pied. You don't get grenade pie. I see that Helping Hand made a face. Like when I yeah. made a face. Bad roll. Yeah, I only got a two and a one. Oh, oh no, you got pied, my friend. Anyone else fail? Uh, rolling, roll. Yes. Um, yeah, the Rizzler tried to hit the deck and, um, you know, go under the pies instead of over this time. Right, right. You know, he, he likes to mix it up. Um, but unfortunately, I think he got a pie in the face. Oh, no. Pie in the face. Bam! Well, of course it explodes, you know, and uh, that's no good, but... You take you know, a... You, you, take, you lose a resolve, and uh, you still got, you know... So this is a full-on cartoon explosion where your face is all blackened with soot and your hair is all messed up, you know, and your ears are ringing. And, and covered in cream. And you're covered in cream. And... Mm, 
And cream is over a banana cream. It's a banana cream pie with a lot of whipped cream on the top. Not bad. It's actually not bad. Okay. All the man of all the the jokes I've not been making about cream pies and your face right, right. and all this stuff, and then you have to, it has to be banana cream pie. I, you know what? I swear to God, I just wandered into that one though. It didn't even occur until you just said it. I just wandered right into it. Well, uh, so helping hand though, you also failed. What happened to you? Um. You know, I took a pie. Uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> I okay. mean, I I think it um, maybe you know he tried to duck, but he was just <clears throat> a couple seconds <clears throat> too late, and it maybe hit on the top of his head and oh no, oh no, exploded like burn off the some. Some of his gray off here his, a little. Burned off his dome. Maybe right. turned it turned it brown or black. <laughs> uh, so he takes some hair damage, some very significant hair damage, and loses resolve. Well, how did Messiah fare? Messiah fared very well. I got two successes. Oh, that's good. How'd you get out of it this time? So I think this time I'm gonna tag as many pies as I can with two successes, and and uh, just dissipate them yeah. until they fall harmlessly. Yeah, well, luckily then, all splatters. the... Okay. All the rest of that first barrage, you know, they fall harmlessly. Those pies are... Those are how pies are steamed. <laughs> their, their molecules fly That's apart. That's right. Uh, their mass is uh, cut down to next to nothing. Uh, but, you know, those. Uh, this can't be the last danger that you find in the, in the fun house. And... Uh, one of the clowns says, well, I got a fun new activity. You stand up against the wall, and I'll throw a knife and see how close I can get. And it uh, looked like they're going to hurl some knives at you now, but it's your guys' turn. So what do you do? We're going to let uh, Masai go first this time. What do you do, Masai? And the knives aren't really, like, in their hands. They're just, like, sliding out from their wrist areas. Um, I'm going to spin another karma, um, and I'm going to do the same trick I did with the bullets. I'm going to decrease my own density to the point where the knife just okay, flies well, through. Well, they're they're not attacking me. you at this point. This is your turn. They're just they're going to use their knives. This is your turn oh. to like act first. They're just getting out their knives. If I can reach them. Then I will make. I can only do it to one of them. I would think. Well, depends but, on how many successes you get. I only got one success. Okay. Well, then what and happens that to that one? Using. So um, I'm going to make the knife basically so less dense. Yeah. <laughs> um, that it becomes insubstantial it's not going to hurt anything it's going to either pass right through or not even maybe even have enough weight to carry it you've rendered one of these let it go and it and it just kind of drifts down to the floor like a feather oh you you render one of these knives into a feather knife and it drifts down to the floor without that knife you know these things are attached to the floor anyway he's just that that animatronic clown is basically useless what was helping hand doing uh, 
he still five will... knifey, still five knifey clowns around. Yeah. Well, let me roll Sally. Dude, I'm going to spend a karma to make a four a, a success. Okay. And then I'm going to say that um, he shoots uh, his hand and uh, grabs hold of the one of the knives and uh, and disarms the clown. All right, disarms the clown. How about how about the Rizzler? Oh gosh! Um, there are three knife. There are three knifey clowns now. Uh, I can't really think of a way to deal with three at once. So, um, yeah, he's just gonna. Um, and I shall roll some dice. Oh, well, that doesn't brownie would count, so I'll roll three. Mm-hmm. I do not get a five, but I do get a four. So he's going to spend a karma. Okay, we are spending our karma in this session. And the um, his idea was to sort of bull rush one of them and knock it into one of the other ones and, and totally. sort of decommission them both. You can, with yeah. Uh, of course, normally that would take like more than one success, but you know we're going to go ahead and do that anyway, though, just for demonstration purposes. And uh, so it's like each success you have can cost a point of resolve to a to a bad guy. So yeah, yeah, you do. You and uh, you can knock into one and then knock into the other one. Finally, you have your lone little knifey, stabby clown left, and he's all by himself. And uh, he gets so discombobulated as he looks down around at all of his other friends. And uh, he begins to shiver and shake and blows a fuse. And then the door to the next room opens. As all the clowns have been rendered knifeless. They're still twirling around on their little poles they stuck up on out of the floor. Uh, but they can't get to you. They're waving their arms around. and <laughs> Making weird clown laughs. As you, uh, as you move on out of the room, I assume, and into the next room. And here, this is a big room, too. You think you must have come, you know, most of this building you must have seen, you know, because you were outside. It didn't seem that big. But this is a large room. It's a very high ceiling. This must go all the way up through the second story. And uh, it's, there's a fake volcano in here that begins to spew fake lava and there's great big ferns everywhere. And uh, welcome to the primeval world, the land before time. See the world as it once was, says a voice. And there's this great big 30-foot-high animatronic Allosaurus that swivels its head over to you and leans it down and opens its mouth. Almost looks like it's smiling, but it's not just the way... It shows all his rows and rows and rows and rows of fake but still very lethal teeth. And the animatronic Allosaurus, unfortunately, begins to move its feet off its mounting and head across the room towards you. Now, he's almost filling up the whole room, right? So uh, he, we're going to let you guys go first. What do you do about this huge Allos- animatronic Allosaurus, which, by the way, has three resolve of its own or three effort tokens as we would say in tricube tales so 
three successes from you guys, even if it's two from one and one from another or whatever, could probably take this thing out. But we're going to let you guys go first because you don't want it to get you. You don't want it to get a great big bite of you. I see uh, Messiah looks like she sees some initiative. She's flashing gang signs at me on the camera here. She's holding up a, no, a number two. <laughs> two successes. Well, what happens? What do you successes. do with your two? How did you get that? Tell us what happened. So I'm totally just going to I'm gonna do what I always do. I'm going to use my, my power, and I'm going to turn this big, clunky, metal, dangerous dinosaur into uh, a metal so light that it's virtually tinfoil. Okay, well, and I don't know if you rolled fives, fives or sixes, but I am going to argue that this great, big, huge monster... You know, it's so big. It's got so many tiny little moving parts in it and everything else. This is going to be hard for you to do. You need sixes. Oh. I got fives. Oh, you only got fives. <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, I got two fives. Yeah, well, I'm going to roll. You got a part of it, let's say, like his whole leg and up to part of his hip. And so it kind of tilts over on one side and then crashes. But it's still very dangerous. It's lying on one side now, right? But its tail's still lashing around. Its jaws are still... Clang, 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 clang. And uh, what do you do, Rizzler? Well, um, the intention was to get in there and, you know, punch it with some brawn, 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 I guess. Um, But unfortunately, I rolled a two and a three and a three. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Anything embarrassing? Or just simple missing? He just he just ran in there and ineffectively wailed on it. Right, he, right. Is, is, he just looked embarrassed. Is, ow, ow. It's harder than you thought. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, it sounds like you need a helping hand. What happens? What, what comes up next? Okay. Uh, I got a five. Um, I'm going to say that I uh, shoot my hand once again. I see, this is what you got to do with, instead of just pounding on it with a fist, you got to be smart with your fist. And I'm going to send my fist inside of the Allosaurus through its mouth into its throat and down (laughs) into the guts, you know, and it's going to start pulling wires, you know, ripping them up and, uh, yeah, just slowly start mucking up the mechanics of it inside. Well, that's great, because that was the the last, you know, final point of resolve. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. No, it wasn't either. You're right, because Lynn didn't get two. She only yeah. the one. So, yeah, it is on its last life, but it still has some bite left in it. It's still got some real bite. And unfortunately, you're the one who's narrated that you're... Well, you no, you're not right there close to it. Your hand flies off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, uh... I think probably the person closest to it is, unfortunately, the Rizzler, who's trying to beat the shit out of it. So it takes a great big bite. Does it bite down on you or not? Oh, well, let's find out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, would that be two or three dice? Uh, well, you know, you're brawny. You're, you're, you're struggling. You're not going to want to let him. Yeah. Ooh, with the third dice, oh, good. he rolls. A, he rolls a six. Otherwise, it was not going to be a, a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what this would have been run resolves. So it wouldn't have killed you, you know. But probably something appropriate would have been pick you up at his jaw and then like shake you back and forth and you know hurl you across. It would have taken room. me to zero resolve. I don't know if would that you? kills me or what. Well, but, yeah. well, this certainly knocks you out of the fight. 
superheroes rarely die for long. But you guys are getting down there. Is what I'm. What I think I'm hearing because yeah. you know you've seen some action in past episodes. So, uh, however, no, we we still have this. Uh, we still have this thing capable of doing damage. You've avoided it for now, but uh, helping hand. What do you do? Well, you can continue to have your fist go to work, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll roll we'll make sure. No, no, I got a five and a six. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So finally, the thing quivers, and you know, there's a little spark uh, in its brain area, and part of the top of its head pops off, and some springs come out, and uh, and then you uh, then you hear a voice. Come over the loudspeaker. Uh, greetings, old comrade. I see that you are still sharp. Good. We have some unfinished business, you and I. You are predictable as always, of course. A child could have followed the breadcrumb of clues that I left for you. Unfortunately, you brought your young friends and have thus endangered their lives. I've maintained this high level of drama so you will know I am serious. I will continue to pull your strings. You will find me where the games are in the sky. And then the message stops. And the games are in the sky. Uh, that's just a good guess. Uh, you know, it's not that hard to put two and two together. Realize you're probably talking about the Tower Arcade, which was a arcade here at the top of a four-story building under a geodesic dome that you still see the you know city uh, skyline in the background of this arcade it was hopping place back in the 80s you'd take an elevator up to the arcade and on lower floors they had some bowling and things like that but that's here in galaxy land and you've certainly been called there and you recognize the voice there's a voice you haven't heard in many long years yeah I didn't want it to be true, but it's really the Red Hammer. He's back, and he he just can't let things go. I He thinks we have unfinished business, but I thought we'd settled that long ago. But he's, Well, bro, I think we're going to have to go deal with him, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, we'll finally have to end this once and for all. He just couldn't let things lie, you know. He's still... He must still hold uh, some hate for me, even though the Cold War is long gone. He's just, he must have been steaming the whole time, just unable to forget about it and me. Well, bro, the Iron Curtain may have fallen, but I'm not sure the Cold War is actually over. Well, yeah, not for some, I guess. Yeah, perhaps not. Now, uh, the only other door out of out of here leads into some kitchens and like party rooms and whatnot, and then you know you can just walk back outside. But you can see the tower arcade is still standing. It's geodesic dome up on top of it. There are a lot of panes of glass missing. The water's gotten in over the years. Unfortunately, none of those cool arcade machines probably work very well anymore. But You'll see there's a helicopter approaching, and it's got lights flaring. It's not a police chopper, it's a news chopper. And you realize, you know, because you are streaming, somebody somewhere, you know, 
uh, news is now aware, and you can hear sirens approaching in the distance. Uh, media and police and law enforcement are all about to start showing up here in the next few minutes. Do you want to wait for them, or do you want to march on to the uh, Tower Arcade? Uh, I say we march on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, this time the doors are wide open, and as you walk in, the elevator ding, opens for you. You want to take it? In case of emergency, you're supposed to use the stairs. Yeah. Shouldn't we use the stairs? I don't know. Well, yeah, if if, if the uh, if the red hammer has control over the uh, elevator, it could be bad news for us. He could send us through the roof. If, you know, the elevator could fly right through the roof and... Yeah, our, you never know. Fly to our deaths. Probably but, smart to take the stairs. But, oh, uh, man, my knees. Yeah. I don't know if I can take all the stairs all yeah, the way and up. And it's too bad that, uh, you know, that uh, Riz- the Rizzler's phone is out of commission because, you know, it was probably the type of phone where if you were trapped on an elevator, right, you could probably get in and, you know, hack the whatever, you know, signal and take control of it. But, unfortunately... So, I think that the stairs are a wise choice. And, yeah, indeed, you guys, like, hoof it up the stairs, and after about the second floor, helping hands slowing down a little bit, you guys, uh, you guys want to wait for him, or you want to charge on let's up? Get and, on, uh, let's, yeah. let's help him. Okay. Let's get, <laughs> help him. get on either side of him and... Uh, and bro, how about, how, about we, how about I give you a piggyback ride? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I think the viewers would like. I'm that. brawny, man. Like it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's something that I want to have streamed to the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps wise. Perhaps wise. Oh, look at the look definitely at the wise. That, what that she what would do get you clipped. guys think? That would be do a mean. Think? I've still got my dignity. <laughs> now, I don't mind a little help. You know, I am about helping people. So if you could each, you know, take one side of me uh, and help me along, that's acceptable. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right, well, you guys help him up the rest of the stairs until you get up to the landing where the elevator would have deposited you. And uh, you can see the old sign that doesn't light up anymore. Had like a dozens of little light bulbs in the Tower Arcade. But there, you can hear like from the sounds in there. Some of the machines must still be working a little bit. You know, you can hear the. Uh, this is like the '80s when the place shut down. So you look in, and uh, there's of course like some old foosball tables. But water has gotten in here. One of the foosball tables is like on its side. There's some spray paint all over the walls. But, you know, part of the Galaga machine is still going, and the Frogger machine, and Cubert, and Joust, and a few others. And uh, uh, they've got the Temple of Doom game here. You remember the old Temple of Doom arcade game is here. But also, standing in the middle of the room, is a large figure wearing a long coat, deep hood. And he reaches up, and he's got these, like, bony exoskeletal hands, and he pulls the hood off. And you just see this all model, bald, Darth Vader type head, right? It looks like like burn damage and weirdness, but he's wearing a mask. But the mask uh, with like a uh, tubes coming out of the mask, it's all hooked into this huge exoskeleton he's wearing. As he slowly just strips off, after he pulls off the hood, he strips off the coat and steps out of it all. 
And it's an old man in an exoskeleton, like exoskeletal body armor. It's not painted red with a hammer and sickle on it like his old one. This just looks like it's been made out of junk, you know, somebody's garage over the years. And uh, his mask has a setting with a cigarette hole in it. And he's got a cigarette in it. And he lights the cigarette. And he says, well, I see time has been better to you than it has been to me. Yeah, I'm clean, healthy, never smoked. That's what your problem is. You always had that nasty habit of yours. You should have listened when I was on those commercials telling kids not to smoke. You should have listened to me. Nobody likes a cracky. Well, then I now tell you two kids. He looks at Rizzler and I say, don't smoke. And, uh... But don't worry, we don't want to be crackies. That's gross. Uh, the room is suddenly flooded and, with. Uh, you know, some advice. You might want to, you know, beat your face a little bit. Um, I will beat a face. I will you. beat his face, and you are both. I will beat everyone's faces. And the room is suddenly flooded well, with. No, you, you just. I don't need a makeover right now, but but you do. You will get a so. pain makeover. <laughs> and the room is suddenly flooded with light from. Uh, the TV news helicopter, which is now, remember, it's a geodesic dome in here, so it's shining light down through, and it's filming all this. You can see, like, the flashing reds and blues, ambient, you know, light reflecting up onto the bottom of the geodesic dome, and you can hear the sirens increase outside. So, you know, star squads and, and everybody's probably surrounding the building by this point. Yes, I know, there is no escaping here now for me. I do not have much time left. <coughs> This suit has kept me alive just long enough for my last act to destroy Helping Hand. And this time, I have two things that will level the playing field. And he raises up his arms and both of his little hands spin around and detach. And they're kind of flying there, floating there, shooting little, you know, Blue flame like butane type jets runs on butane is bastard gas, much cheaper. And then the fists fly across the room to punch both of them, punch you in the face, helping hand. Uh, what do you do? You can roll dice. Okay. Um, a five. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Unless I need oh, yeah. something. No, no, five or six. What do you do? What, his 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 rocket hands are rocket hands are rocketing towards you. Oh, now you well. will see how it feels. Now you will see. Now if I can help it, and I'm I'm gonna, sh- <clears throat> you know, his both of his fists come off. They meet the other fists head on, you know, and there's like that classic battle. Fist who's fight. got the stronger power? You know, right, right. And yeah, yeah they're like. Causing like this shower of light and um, yeah, it's very uh, cinematic. And when you finally overpower him, even though his hands aren't attached, like he's like, Rah! you know, he like falls, staggers backwards, you know, a few feet, and uh, his hands whisk across the room and reattach themselves. And he goes, "Well, <coughs> excuse me, one moment." I yeah, waste, while you're while you're doing that, I'm gonna limber up a little bit. I waste my monologue time on coughing, <coughs> but perhaps, 
Perhaps that is not what you need. Perhaps your friends, your young friends, will never grow up to smoke because they will never grow up. And then out of his shoulder, his little rocket launcher stick up on each shoulder. And uh, his little miniature rockets, about a foot long, pop out. And they launch their missiles, really, at one at Messiah and one at at, uh, the Rizzler. What do you guys do? Uh, well, I assume, assuming these aren't guided, he's just going to attempt to leap out of the way. Yeah, leap out of the way. With a great leap. How about, uh, I see, uh, Masaya's rolling her dice, too. Yeah, I'm gonna try to let him... Oh, yes, I got a five in there. Um, I'm gonna let it pass right through me. Okay. Alright, passes right through you. You change your density and it's it goes right defense. through. It's goes a good right defense. It's a good defense. Well... The Rizzler got a six and a five. Is that two successes? Oh, that's two six. Not only do you leap out of the way, but also you kick the rocket uh, as he's leaping out of the way. Kick it back in the direction of uh, uh, the helicopter. Get to the no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get red hammer. Yeah, you kick and spin <laughs> it to where, like, yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, so I'll go ahead and take over here. <laughs> Smashes back into him. He flies back a few feet. More of the panels of glass, you know, fall out of the geodesic dome. And uh, actually some rain starts, too. You know, it had been, been getting more and more overcast. So it's raining down into the room, but not everywhere, just in the places where the panels are missing now. It's almost like there's pillars of rain. And you can hear some some uh, thunder off in the distance, as well as all the activity. There's uh, shouts out down on the stairwell. You know, you know that cops are on their way up here. and uh, But he... Pulls himself up out of the rubble. He smashed right into a Galaga machine, too. He goes... Wee, 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 wee. He pulls himself up, shakes himself off, lights another cigarette. <coughs> and it's your guys' turn. Uh, helping him, we're going to... No, in fact, uh, let's go with... Uh, he's lost one resolve here. Let's go with Messiah. What do you do? Do I do? I, I'll, be, I'll be totally transparent. I kind of picked you first to possibly set up helping hand for the fine. If you happen to knock off his second resolve here, we're trying to set up helping hand for the final. If you guys both succeed, but uh, I feel like the will be. I think. Okay, so he's he's wearing like some kind of exoskeleton yeah, like an exoskeletal armor. power suit type armor. It's just all like okay. Made it just like kind of junky looking, like he made it in his garage. Okay, I think I'm gonna uh, take hold of that, and uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Ooh, yeah. You rush I over to six. the wreckage of the Galaga machine, and you grab him, and you look happy. So, what happens? So I change the density of it, so it is basically just useless in terms of protecting him. Um, I render it useless. And mm, is there anything else I can do with it? I'm trying to think. Well, how many? I probably need to injure him how many somehow. Don't I? Did you have? Um, I had one. I could spend the resolve and make it two, but well, well, he certainly, you know, he. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You get to decide what to do. So. If you've 
basically rendered his suit useless to him. And by what? Like lightning it? Does that does that cost yes. Does that cost him a resolve if I render it? It useless if you narrate it so, yes. Okay. Yeah, like you could narrate, for example, and it's it's scary all the freedom, right? I mean, it's overwhelming. You don't know what yes, you can say. Yes, it is. It and is. yeah, so I, I like this system, but it would definitely it takes some getting used to. So, for example, you could narrate that yes, it cost him resolve because he said he was partially using this to, to stay alive, right? So as it's, as uh, he's like, yeah. uh, starts doing that weird, you know, like the broken Darth Vader breath, right? And then I didn't uh, he. You know, he tries to stand, but he's uh, getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Helping hand, what do you do? Um, well, if you were going to set up... So he's taking two he's now? He's taking two resolve, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we'll see how I do. See how you do. See if I can take the final resolve from him. I might... I do have one... Karma left. I'll see if I need it. Oh well, I rolled one six. Oh, nice. All right, so he's gonna he's going to uh, let loose with a fist, and it's going to fly right into his solar plexus. Oh, and it's gonna push him. Out the the dome, gonna crash through the dome. Oh no! Like you know, he's being pushed through the air, and then uh, his uh, he flies right into the blades of the helicopter. Oh! <laughs> <God damn. laughs> he yeah. flies up into the blades of the helicopter. Got uh, R-rated all of a sudden, and uh, yeah, got R-rated. But uh, you know, and and you know, his his armor's no protection. Uh, so, you know, and also, so he's just like sliced into a bunch of little pieces and shredded and, uh, and flies out all over Galaxy Land Amusement Park. Turning the rotors into a red hammer of their own. Oh, my. And just about this time, you know, the cops come in and get control of the situation. And you go outside and you go through the whole standard thing that you just did earlier tonight where you talk to the cameras again. And then suddenly a limo pulls up outside and it's Mayor Goldie Briggs again. And the camera's on two times in one night. These heroes, young and old, well, older, he says with a wink at helping hand, have saved our city from destruction, scattering evil across a 1.5-mile area uh, in this in this uh, zoning district, and uh, and and I, I have to say, the C and the generations work together. I have got funding available. We're going to start a new superhero academy. And helping hand, we want you to be the headmaster of the the Cape City Superhero Academy for gifted youngsters. What do you say? Yes, I'll do it. it sounds like a spectacular idea. I'm happy to to be the the headmaster there. Excellent, excellent. And you too, Rizzler and Messiah. We hope to see much more of you in the future at Cape City as the, the torch has been passed. Torch has been passed, ladies and gentlemen, to the next generation. So stay tuned for future episodes of Cape City, the next generation. 
Yeah, right here on Goonies World. Well, that was it for uh, this first series of New Year. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to Cape City again someday, and we'll probably come back to some other version of Tricube Tales someday. I think it's worth doing again. Um, And I don't even think we know for sure what we're going to do next. So we'll see you next time, and it will be a surprise for all of us. This is Floppy Frank Longfellow. I and everyone here at Floppy Franks wanted to take a moment to offer our deepest heartfelt condolences to the family and the fans of the legendary hot dog designer and entrepreneur Chubby Charles Chode Sr., who was recently brutally assassinated. I'm aware that Mr. Chode named me as the number one suspect in a recording he made prior to his death, and I want to make it clear that I had absolutely nothing to do with that senseless and shameful act of violence. The truth is, I admire Chubby. We might have fundamentally disagreed on matters of thickness and length, but at the end of the day, we both shared a love of hot dogs and a passion for satisfying our customers. Being the top competitor of the Chubby Chodes franchise, it might seem to some like Floppy Franks benefits from Chubby's death, but I assure you, nothing could be further from the truth. Chubby Chodes is more popular than ever, and unfortunately, our own sales have dramatically fallen. If anything, Floppy Franks is just as much or even more of a victim than anyone in this terrible crime. Because it's unknown if the killer will decide to go after other hot dog moguls, as a precaution, I'm currently sheltering in an undisclosed secure facility guarded by shepherd units round the clock. Let it be known that I am fully cooperating with the Cape City Police and have freely submitted semen samples in case they're needed forensically. I have nothing to hide. Additionally, in an effort to remain transparent, And against the advice of my lawyers, I wanted to address the rumors of a prior affair between myself and Mr. Chode's widow, Carol. As is public knowledge, the Chodes have always had an open relationship, supposedly free of all jealousy and possessiveness. Therefore, the word affair is not accurate. Furthermore, I have always intensely regretted my actions that night 27 years ago, as I did not follow my own rule for transient sexual encounters, which is five or above, make sweet love. Four or below, time to go. And before I go, I'm happy to announce that starting this week, for anyone who orders a classic dangle dog or hot flopper, the Floppy Franks Foundation will match up to $1 towards a reward for information leading to the arrest of Mr. Toad's killer. Frank you. Floppy Franks. Flanky meat shanks. Floppy Franks. Scandy dog flanks. Hey everybody, if you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world, and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.